you and I both know that we're called to create more than just a business. Being an entrepreneur means we are the forerunners in innovation, problem solving, and serving our fellow human beings at the highest level. But in a world that is sick of being sold to, how do we get our products and our services out there and still remain profitable? Join me on my journey to help servant-hearted entrepreneurs with a message, grow their influence, profit, and freedom. I'm Danny Gupat, and this is the Risen Entrepreneur Podcast. What is this? For those of you who can't see, I'm holding a candle right now. What am I going to do? Come here. So I'm lighting the candle. Oh, <laughs> I guess that match was no good. <laughs> Let's try that again. Okay, I'm lighting it. All right, is it going to work? All right. Let's see what's going to happen here. Oh my goodness. A candle has been lit by match. Look at that. What am I going to do? That doesn't really make any sense, does it? Candle. Now I'm going to hide it. It's not burning my hand. But I'm hiding it. What's the point in hiding a candle? It's the point of putting it in my hand or putting it under something. Well, there's not really any point. It's kind of silly, actually. I'm going to read something from Matthew. Put the candle away because it's dripping. Matthew 5. We're going to read Matthew 5, chapter, or sorry, Matthew chapter 5, verse 14. You are the light of the world. A city situated on a hill cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket, but rather on a lampstand. And it gives light for all who are in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. So I was reflecting and reading this today and I thought, that is so true. What is true? Today I want to talk about your name. You are the light of the world. Your calling, your identity. You are the light of the world. What does that mean? Does it mean that we're lit up and, and like hid under something till it burns our hand? Or hid under a bolt? No, that's silly. It'd be silly to light something. So first we see that we're a city, in the verse it talks about there's a city on a hill. And it cannot be hidden. Like a city on a hill can't be hidden. And I think for most of us, we think, okay, a city on a hill, that's really, it's actually kind of hard to imagine because we come from countries where cities are like sprawling and huge and they're not on hills. They're just like, you know, endless. I, I remember being in Paris a couple of years ago and we were, we were at the top of a hill in Paris and we, every way that we looked was like city, Paris, all over the place. You, you, there was not, you couldn't just like look at a hill and see a city. But a couple of years before that, we were in Italy. And if you've ever been to Italy, 
you will see that as you're driving, we were through Tuscany and we were going through Tuscany and Umbria. And as we're driving through these like windy roads, um, it was fairly, it was fairly hilly and, and every so often driving through these like hills and fields, there would be like a hill, a, a, a little mountain with um, trees all around it. And as you would look, you'd come closer to the mountain, you would see uh, this old ancient city, just a little city, um, nothing like Paris. It wouldn't be sprawling uh, everywhere, but it was just a little city. And you could see that there was like um, cobblestone, that there were churches and towers, and it was it was all held together within a, a wall. A city wall and all around the city was like trees and hills and sometimes there's like little villages um, that you can see in the um, in the mountain but it was it was a city and you could not miss it so as you're driving away as you as we were driving you could not miss that there was a city on a hill it was so visible so I think when we read the scripture often we are thinking uh, that's really hard to imagine like a city on a hill. In Italy, it's really obvious that there's like a city on a hill amidst um, all of these these roads. And so I'd love for you just to imagine going down windy roads and, and seeing the city. And um, and then the next part we, we go to is like a lamp under a basket. And I know you can think of it like a lamp under... Under a basket, we've read this like a million times. Probably, if you're anything like me, you've you've read this over and over again. But it's become a lot more real for me living here in Ukraine because our power goes off so often. I know most in Germany, our power never goes off. It, like I don't think we've ever had any power outages in Germany ever. So in Ukraine, it's like go, it goes off like every week, and um, when it goes off, we need to like run and find our flashlights and it's really silly because as off it goes out so often we should actually really have a lot of flashlights but we don't and we're we we're running out of like matches and stuff um but <laughs> we always run to find like flashlights and or candles and and why well because our house is actually really big and it's kind of scary like when the power goes off, we have these like giant marble floors uh, because it's Ukraine and um, our kids get scared. We have a bunch of kids and it's this big place that, you know, you don't know what's there, right? So, um, and what happens when we turn on, turn on the light? When we light up that room, it shows us the truth. You know, before in the darkness, we think that there's like a monster in the corner. Or our kids think, oh, there's like a monster in the corner. There's like, who knows what's there? But when we light up that corner, there's the truth reveals that there's no monster. <laughs> that it's just someone left the crap lying around, right? <laughs> have you, have you ever had that? If you had power outages and people leaving their stuff around? Um, the light also brings comfort. You know, it makes you feel like, okay, you know, that you're not going to step on any piece of Lego and scar your foot for life. You know, so you're comforted because you can see 
the path that you're going and you know the path is leading you to the bathroom in safety and you can relieve yourself without stepping on anything that is going to cause an immense amount of pain, right? So it brings comfort. Light brings comfort. It reveals the truth. And we would not, in a power outage, put on a light and then hide our flashlight, you know, because then that makes no sense. How would we get to the bathroom without stepping on the Lego? <laughs> right? That might be a stupid example, but for us, it's very true. We have five kids, so there's Lego pieces. Um, it would be silly to go through a power outage to have darkness, light up a flashlight or a candle, and then hide it and, and to be in the darkness again. So why am I sharing all this? As I was reflecting on the scripture, we're reading Matthew 5, chapter 5, 14 through 16. Okay, why am I talking about this? What does that mean for your calling? What does that mean for your name? I said, you are called. Your name is. You are the light of the world. I think very often we are too afraid to put ourselves out there. Why? Well, often we think it's just kind of like we want to brag about ourselves. Maybe it comes across as like, hey, I'm awesome. Look at my family. We're amazing. And maybe it is for some people. Maybe, maybe it is. If you go into Instagram and you see these like beautiful, perfect pictures of families, um, it just makes you feel, feel bad. But, and maybe they're doing it in more of a, a way that is boasting about themselves. But this is not what we're called to do. We're called to put ourselves out there as lights of the world in order to see your good works and get, give glory to your Father in heaven. So I think this is kind of a, a game changer here in your thinking. It's like you are not putting yourself out there to promote, you know, your um, yourself and your big plans. Maybe you have a vision for your ministry or for your business or for your life. Um, but that's not the reason why you should be putting yourself out there as a light of the world. God's called us to put ourselves out there to show our good works. So what does that mean? What are good works? So in this chapter in Matthew, we're, we're looking at um, the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus has just called his disciples. He's called them by, by name. They've left everything. They've followed him. And he has shown them just in the chapter before that he is healing people of diseases, of intense pains. He's casting out demons. He is... Um, Practically, later on, we see he is feeding people. So we see, you know, Jesus is already showing us in these chapters what being a light means. He is pointing out their, he points out their inconsistencies. He spends time eating with people, spends time fellowshipping together with them. He exemplifies his servant leadership and champions them to live a life with a purpose, not just live a life for themselves, you know, their own families, their own situation, but he champions them to live a life that glorifies the Heavenly Father. And he helps them with their anxieties and with their fears. So my question for you is, is what you're doing, what you're called to do, is it helping, is it called to help people to transform their lives, to transform relationships? 
most likely you're saying, yes, I want to help people. Yes, I'm called to do that. And here we see Jesus saying, put yourself out there. Be a light of the world. I have called you the light of the world. I've called you to put yourself out there. Maybe it is doing Facebook lives and putting yourself out there. But my encouragement is not to be scared of putting yourself out there because you don't feel good about yourself. He's not saying, wait until you have like, wait until you have your teaching all down pat. Wait until it's all perfect. He's saying, no, just, just be you. Be willing to share. Be willing to spend time with people, to practice hospitality within your home, within your business, within your ministry, inviting people in to eat and to fellowship with you. Heal them. Give them health advice. Um, help them in their finances. Um, help them with their anxiety. That is showing up and being light of the world. So maybe you have a business, maybe you don't, maybe you're, you're working within a ministry. And I say ministry, not just as like you're a missionary. I mean, you, everyone has a ministry, whether it's, it's within their own home or whether it's, um, in their workplace, they have like a, a environment that they're ministering to, that they're being the light in. And so I, um, would love to hear where you are ministering whether it's in your business or your home or your workplace or your university or whatever, and um, how, um, how being a light or showing up uh, can be scary. I'd love to hear like your, your struggles with that because I know we all struggle with that. We all struggle because we're imperfect, right? We have all these fears like, I'm not going to put myself out there because then everyone's going to know I'm a... Like, I'm not perfect. Yeah, we, we already know you're not perfect. That's okay. Um, what, are your, what are your struggles with it? What are um, some practical ways that you can share um, in, in your situation that you could share with us? How, do you, how, how can you encourage others in this? Because it's not easy for everyone. We all have these doubts. We're all concerned. We're always worried about whether we're like talking about ourselves too much and that sounds more prideful and not God glorifying. So I'm really curious to hear how you do it in your own life. Anyway, that is it for today. Uh, I just really, I wanted to encourage you with that word, encourage you with your name, your calling as the light of the world. You are the light of the world. Don't hide it under a basket. Don't hide it under your hand. <laughs> Step out. Put yourself out there. Love people. Glorify God. Hey, thanks so much for listening. And remember, rise up, entrepreneur, because you are called to create.